Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie, and fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey yo, what's up world? This is DJ JS1 of the legendary Rocksteady Crew. And right now, you're listening to The Library with my man, Tim Einenkel on RapStation.com. Strictly the real hip-hop. Peace. Formerly known as YC the Cynic, the Bronx MC Kemba has recently released his latest project called Negus. The album is written and produced by Kemba and Frank Drake. Kemba, welcome to the library with Tim Einekel on RapStation.com. Thank you for having me, man. So the, I, you know, I like to go track by, not, we won't do track by track, but I like to talk about track. Cool. First track, Fly, intro. Yeah. It makes me think of the saying, it takes a community to raise a child. Mm-hmm. But not just raise him or her, but but continue to support him or her throughout her entire life. Yeah. What was the purpose of this intro for you, and how does it kind of relate to the rest of the album? I feel like there's a few few levels of, of kind of like the, the purpose and how it relates. I mean, first of all, Frank came up with it. Uh, he just came to me with his idea. We sent voice memos back and forth, and um, it was kind of like the, the backbone of that song, the beat and the, and the words. And I loved it, you know. From the moment I heard it, I was like, this has to be the intro. But because of the message, you know. You know, it's inspired by the teacher man, the fish. Uh, he'll, he'll eat for a lifetime, that saying. And in times like these where, you know, you know, young black children are being killed, I think survival is kind of the main objective and uh, to be able to flip that saying into a means of survival overall instead of just like eating is, is really dope to me and and also like like what you said I feel like I feel like a, a child raised by the community you know in a lot of ways everything that I've learned everything that I am now I learned 
in my community uh, from from just being socially aware to knowing how to how to rap to you know how, being compassionate being a compassionate person like I've learned all of that from people that I've met in Hunts Point or you know some sort of six degrees of separation from those people so so um yeah I agree I agree with your with your comparison for sure um the next track is Caesar's Rise mm-hmm. uh, and I know you've probably been asked about this lyric a lot please don't call me conscious don't call it political please don't call me lyrical. and I know there's been different theories or questions of what this lyrics mean yeah I saw it as as, as a way of you not you being political but at the same time not wanting to get pigeonholed into being a political rapper uh, some people think it's like a way of just kind of I think a softening whatever you're the message you're making mm-hmm. um, what what did what do those lyrics mean to you um, well it's a bit complicated because words change um, just like the n-word the the meaning and the feeling behind it has changed over time and it and it happens with other words too like like um, hotep which was you know seen probably seen as a positive word is now not so much you know one one of ridicule um, and I feel like political or conscious when it comes to hip-hop artists has gone through a change and um and it's not it's kind of now used to you know pigeonhole like you said and kind of dismiss artists um and that comes from just like where the state of mainstream hip-hop is and it also comes from like kind of like the overall quality of what people who claim that you know the the titles political and conscious kind of like their quality of music as well so there's a lot of factors that go into it but honestly i don't really see anything political about what i'm saying like inherently i get i get kind of like why it's deemed that way i get why people would say it is but there's nothing different about me talking about somebody getting killed and Pusha T talking about somebody getting killed or Kanye talking about somebody getting killed you know what I mean it's it's the same thing I'm not talking about any politicians or any policies or any you know political like views I'm not talking about laws that need to be passed I don't I don't really keep up with that shit I'm not the I'm not the most you know knowledgeable on that so I don't really see it as political I just see it as me talking about what's literally like going on around me you know I mean and that's the thing like you could you feel sometimes people do deem it political because it's a way not, I don't know if scaring is too strong of a word but scaring maybe a, a group of people or fans yeah. to look at your what you're doing I, I feel like the I feel like the, the categories are way too broad it's like mainstream or or, or conscious you know yeah. and um or underground slash conscious you know right. and I think it's a lot you know I think people are people are more multifaceted than that right
Shout out to them niggas I don't fuck with. I hope you see me growing. Grown men doing fuck shit. And hopefully you know it. Mama, sorry if you're listening. I don't cause no conflict. My conscience is calm. This is cognitive dissonance. I've been told this is slippery slope while I'm cool running. My niggas pulling streaming like thoughts getting set in stone like my like King Queens, I think. I have a lot of favorite tracks. <laughs> One of my favorites. Thank you. What's the importance of this track to you, and how important was it for you to actually get this track out there? Uh, it was kind of. It was the first song um, during the recording process that I kept that I liked enough to, to keep on the album, and um, I think it's. I think it's important just kind of to have a song that's at least a little uplifting, you know. Yeah. I feel, I feel like my feelings on the words have changed since then. Um, I don't really, I don't really love calling people kings and queens anymore. I think there's much better things to be than, than you know, rulers. Right. You know, people that do terrible things. What's <laughs> that? Uh, the lyric from the coup. Uh where clean draws, uh, he goes, tell your, tell your teacher I say princesses are evil. How they got all their money is they kill people. Yo, that's real. Yeah, that's, so, that's so real. Um, so I just think there's better things to be than kings and queens right uh, right now. <laughs> but when I wrote the song, I just really wanted something uplifting, you know. And I, I, wanted, I wanted it to be inclusive to women, too, because a lot of hip-hop songs aren't. For the treatment, maybe daughter womb is barren from a bad aborted fetus. My niggas, my niggas, sing loyalty, allegiance. But your prodigies that's mobbing deep this havoc we've been wreaking. If there's coppers in our proxy, use our watchwords or reaches. If you get locked up on Friday, you could say goodbye the weekend. My niggas, my niggas, don't never let them play you out filthy. The same way them so called. G- given the, uh, the, the social climate, the political climate, I have the news. Um, I think probably the most powerful line lines on the album because um, it says so much and it's from the New Black Theory and he goes I, I can walk outside now and get shot down and there's, I think those alone says so much about what the heck's going on thanks um, so what was I mean I just what was the inspiration behind this track and uh uh, kind of where, where where were you like take us into where were you when you kind of came up with the idea for this track? Uh, well, we wrote most the majority of it in the studio, and a lot of the, a lot of the songs are driven by the, the production. Like we sit down, and Frank will start producing, and then and then I'll you know I'll just go oh I like that or oh we should we should move on or, or, or like it's a collaborative process. Well, more him doing work and me just judging it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, he made that, and I just it energized me, you know. And and some songs like like greed, where I'm in, I'm inspired to like kind of showcase the sort of ability, you know, writing ability, mm-hmm. complex writing ability. But in the new black theory. I wanted to make it as simple as I possibly could. And uh, that first line, to me, set the tone for that. Like, I want to make it as simple, as relatable, as piercing as I possibly can, you know? I can walk outside now and get shot down. Shot down. If you ever wonder why I'm hostile. 
style. You could see the chiefs and the orders from the top down. Top down. All the civil leaders looking docile. Lord forgive 'em. Maybe it's the dark forces in 'em, or the Medicaid costs just hit 'em, or the evidence that all our history is getting washed out. Washed out. But everybody taking our style. Who the new black now? Uh, you guys also sample Tupac yeah. in, uh, in this track. You know, we're sitting here today on the anniversary of his 20th anniversary of his death. Um, for you as an artist, what influence did he have on your career? And what influence do you think he had on hip-hop overall? I think he showed people a lot, a lot, actually. I think, but if I could sum it up, I would say, I think he showed that people could be multifaceted, could feel multiple things, could do multiple things, uh, and it's okay, you know? It's okay for somebody to have complex, complicated, sometimes views that don't always match up, you know? And that's okay. Like, I think he made it okay to be a full human as an artist instead of like this one-sided or this caricature of yourself um, and and that's like hugely important we wouldn't be able to have somebody like Kanye or, or Kendrick if it wasn't for that you know so I'm going to try to explain how I hear this track um, <laughs> the best way I can and I'm going to do a crappy job so let's just <laughs> oh, go with it um, I feel like you do uh, on the album Negus you do a lot of experimenting with your voice yeah um and with samples and sounds and one track that I thought was kind of I guess air quotes daring in a way <laughs> uh, was the track Heartbeat oh cool uh, because like the first minute are people talking about a police shooting um, just because and the guy simply had his hands up and he still gets shot yeah then the second minute is like an auto-tune type voice <laughs> uh, which repeats the lyrics heartbeats um and you don't rhyme until like two minutes in. Yeah. Uh, then three minutes, there's 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> and then you come back and singing. So a lot's happening here. <laughs> and I had to listen to this a few times to get times and everything. Why so much? Like, well, one, like, do you see this as a daring track to make in hip hop? Just, I mean, as a hip hop track. And two, why so much? I guess why so much happening in this one particular track? I don't think it, I don't think it's daring in hip hop in general. Um, I think hip hop has grown so much that you that you can do anything. Um, so I don't think in 2016 is daring just in the just in the genre. But for me, it's definitely something I've never done, um, and that's why I was so excited to do it. It kind of came about naturally. That that was a full song all the way through, um, from beginning to end was one full song and um, I didn't love what I did to it um, so we took the second half of the song and, and we made it into that rap part and then Frank produced a whole new first part and we kind of did and I had the idea to come up with a skit about a police shooting that 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 would kind of have this visceral effect of like feeling what it's like to be around one um, 
I don't know. It, it was just really natural. It was just really natural. And and the and the song at the end, stand. That was that was a separate song that um that I wanted to be a, just like a bonus track, like a hidden track. So I just put a lot of space in between it. And anybody that you know that sticks around to listen to it, you know, they'll be able to they'll be able to find it. But but I I love that one in particular because like. It's all like it's also has this kind of visceral, like emotional um, feeling to it that that I really aimed for in a lot of the songs. But I think I think in that track, all those parts have that same kind of visceral emotional effect. Uh, so it works together. Negus addresses a lot of issues. Uh, please brutality, racial discrimination, mm-hmm. injustices. Yeah. And not just the issues that I think makes the track feel timeless to me. It's your flow that also does the trick. Thank you. But that being said, it's 2016 and we're still talking about these injustices. Isn't that silly, man? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so when, when kind of social issues like so these make your album timeless... As an artist, I mean, as a human, what's the emotion there? But as an artist, what is the like? The fact that we, I imagine, like you know, four years, four more years, we still will be talking about your album. We're still playing your album. Yeah. As an artist, what does that make you feel like? But then, as a human, how does that make you feel? It's this sort of cognitive dissonance, man. Like I'm, of course, of course, I'm, I'm happy that the music is relevant. But I wish it wasn't, you know, yeah. like I wish people could listen to this and say, this is a thing in the past. We don't have to like we don't worry about this anymore. Um, but that's not the case. I'm, I was made. I started making this album three years ago. And, you know, same thing. still like and when I put it out, it's still as, as relevant as ever. It's kind of crazy. Um, as an artist, you want the environment to be right for your art to thrive uh, but as as just a human being you know it sucks that this is still going on you know when you make an album like this are you making this album as a way of empowering black people as a kind of a form of black empowerment no not well I guess I guess it goes I guess it depends on like how far you you go with the word empowerment um a lot of the songs i just want that i just want people to listen to and like kind of like feel confident like here i want i want you to put on new black when you're about to leave your house and and just feel like you're ready to take on the world uh if that's empowerment then yeah for sure um but I'm not trying to I don't want to preach to the choir I don't want to I don't want to be seen as any sort of teacher uh, a lot of it's just like an outlet and and I made it to be I made it to try and be an outlet for people that feel the same way you know like this this kind of way this kind of therapeutic listening uh, experience you know um, so so I don't I don't know the word empowerment is kind of weird for me because I feel like people can and do empower themselves but i'd hope my my 
album is the in- inspiration for people to empower themselves, you know? Um, so admittedly, and please don't hate me for this, I don't know much about your former persona, why is he this All good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will. I will. <laughs> uh, Negus is the first album you're releasing under your your new name. Yeah. Um, what are, are there, if there are any, are there differences and similarities between YC and Kimba? And then could YC kind of release this type of album? Um... Of course, I mean, of course, there there are similarities. Like, there's not. I wasn't like, I wasn't being this completely disingenuous person before. Um, I just didn't. I just couldn't see myself growing in the way that I wanted, or being wisely descending for the rest of my life. So I just had to. So I just had to go for it and change it. Um, that being said, I'd like I'd like to think um, that Kemba kind of allows me to change kind of like the projection of my evolution if that makes any sense yeah. like I like I can do things and I can grow in a different way and faster and unabashedly you know like I can do what I want and in turn I'll get better at it um, whereas YC the Cynic I felt kind of like bogged down and forced to do this sort of underground grunge super like lyrical stuff uh that that um you know didn't have much emotion to it didn't have much range um i don't feel like i can make a song about love or past relationships as why i see the cynic you know um and and i can't and i didn't think the ceiling was very high like i couldn't imagine it being that name being on the cover of a magazine or so when it's hard to imagine it's kind of then, then that makes the ceiling actually low when you can't even imagine it happening. Um, so I think the name was more for myself uh, and for the future of my music than the present. I, I think uh, Negus, I would have been okay uh, making that as YC the Cynic, but some of the things like like Heartbeat and like Superhero, some some of them would have been out of place. Um, so, so I think it's best that it came out as Kemba. You, you've said in interviews that Brown Skin Jesus, which is the outro track, yeah, is your, it could have changed since the interview, but it was your favorite track on the album. I think so, still. Uh, I guess regarding why is your favorite track, but also regarding album placement, um, how does this track kind of fit with the intro track, Fly? Um, it's so... It's just so cool to me, like the sound, the the beat is, the beat is like a mix between classic and modern. Uh, the chorus is so modern, so soulful. Cole King did an amazing job on the chorus. It's like full of soul, man. It, it reminds me of this sort of like Frank Ocean's last, like Kanye um, singing. Uh, I just love it, and I, I think. The verses have some of my favorite lines in it, um, and and the beat like allows my voice to sit so well, um, and I think I think it relates to the intro because it's kind of like the the happy ending, um, uh, and and at the end of fly, um, wow, there's there's a line at the end of fly that the 
that the astronaut says that that relates to um, that relates to brown skin Jesus. Something about a better ending for a new beginning. Okay. Um, so the ending, brown skin Jesus, is 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 the positive, the better ending uh, for the bleak fly intro. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, so it's just like the story of this boy and and how and how his life could turn out and you know this eventual success story a hopeful one you know If you were to, and you, please take your time thinking about this, but if you were to take a lyric from this entire album yeah. to kind of represent your goal of this entire album, is there a particular lyric that you just, or even is a particular lyric that you just love, and you're like, it's you kind of impressed yourself that you wrote it? I don't know. There's, there's a lot of lines that I, that I like. Um, I like the idea of I like the idea of trying to get people to think what Jesus would be like in modern day mm-hmm. uh, so I like so I like the lines even brown skin Jesus uh, wasn't easily accepted I like the line even brown skin Jesus would say FTP um, I really like the the couplet um, I really like the the kind of stanza of um, um, what is it? Fox News call me ape. Well, if I'm an ape, I'ma be the apex. Caesar with a light, Caesar finna fight people killing for a paycheck. Um, just like the idea of, of um, comparing kind of Caesar. Just like the the juxtaposition between Caesar the from Planet of the Apes and and uh, people with a you know Caesar haircut and I don't know I don't know there's a lot of lines that I like I don't you know no yeah <laughs> I I try to be as as humble as possible right. <laughs> so just like going over my own lines feels mad unnatural right but there's a lot of stuff <laughs> so it's, I mean I'm not gonna be one of those guys that go all right so when's the new album. Because you just released something. So, uh, what's next for you? I mean, what are you gonna? Is there a tour going on, or I mean, what? Do you, what's your plan? I'm doing a bunch of, I'm doing a bunch of uh, spot dates, um, but I'm just working on new music right now, and figuring out new ways to promote this project simultaneously. I'm really focused on kind of what the next evolution of my sound is gonna be, and. Um, and really just experimenting on how it would sound if I if I um if I talked about my own life instead of things things happening around me mm. because it's, that's that's really new to me if you like if if you think about it if you follow if you followed my uh kind of career path last I put out 
she and Kay in 2013, and I was working on that for maybe two years. So I haven't, and that was, that was about social issues a lot too. So for the past five years, since I've been able to write a good song or know how to like actually create music, I've been writing about what I saw and not, not necessarily who I am or what or what I've gone through, what I've experienced. So I'm just kind of like discovering myself and how it would sound if I did. Um, and I really like it. I like it a lot. So, so I'm just focused on make, focusing on making the music a lot more personal and a lot more jamming, to be honest. Like, um, stuff that you can feel and feel good about. Um, I, think, I think I met a lot of the emotional goals that I wanted to in Negus and a lot of the... And a lot of the, I was able to accomplish a lot of the soul that I wanted, and now I want to take those and kind of have those present while I write about personal stuff, relatable stuff. Um, so yeah, that's what's next. That's what I've been doing. So how do we follow what you're doing? You know, Twitter, um, all that jammy jam stuff. Just uh, you know, I'll at me on Facebook, Twitter. Kemberland, K-E-M-B-A-L-A-N-D, um, SoundCloud and all that stuff, and um, you know, I won't, I won't take another three years to put out music. <laughs> <laughs> the new album is Negus, uh, artist is Kemba. Um, thank you so much for coming on the library with Timonica on rapstation.com. It's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was fun. I took the shackles off my feet like Mary Mary. Now I'm more merry and that is pulling strings. You merely merry been I read, nigga. Please, nigga. Whoa. I know you wanna flaunt, I wanna flaunt too. But it ain't been that long since there was niggas in the Bronx too. So I'ma pour some out for all the banger. Jory said I've been resisting. Mama said say no to strangers and I listen. Uh. Picture God grabbing Adam by the Adam's apple Just as Adam's having at the apple Now those Adam's got you grabbing at your fucking apple tablet Backing up cause it's a black man and all black passengers This shit make you intimidated I think what you're trying to ask is uh, Why am I so insistent that this shit make you intimidated Giving out to them that blackness, that black power that this shit make you intimidated Pushing them to identify with Black culture. That's what you're asking. If, if I have no choice over in the first place. Equimini and some idle wild in my title. I see you Ruben Studders been idle while I've been idle. I noticed when I walked in, you niggas got quiet. I gave you three days grace. Now I'm about to start a riot. Hold up, hold up. I was raised off a three-piece, only dark meat. Strangers call us niggas in darky like that's gonna hurt us and shit. Like I ain't say worse to my brothers during the dozens. And those same brothers ain't out here getting murdered and shit. Fuck. I'm not naive, I see your microaggressions You may think you hard to read, you really hyper-expressive You may think we'll let you slide cause you described as satire But even with that slack, nah, your shit is not that impressive We like the Haley Joel Osmonds of the undertones Reading through your flag and your skull and bones Now the chickens coming home, roosting on the roof of fucking Fox and CNN Send reporters to the war so you can watch and see us win Just to make you
Shout out to them niggas I don't fuck with. I hope you see me glowing. Grown men doing fuck shit, and hopefully you know it. Mama, sorry if you're listening. I don't cause no conflict. My conscience is calm. This is cognitive dissonance. I've been told it's a slippery slope while I'm cool running. My niggas pulling strings like BB King when the blues coming. Views ride the fence trying to prove something. Chew something. You ain't even eating, niggas. Chew something. Do something. Shorty called and told me I done changed since I've been in it. Like since I've been kinda winning, I've been condescending. I've been spinning earth winning fire, earth winning fire bending. I've been screaming nigga at nigga so much that I'm offended. I'll be it, I'm being heartless Done fought so many demons, I'm exhausted Had the city on my back, now there's a target Your battle's uphill, you doing crossfit Cause your shit, your feeble chatters, fecal matter You only talk shit I have a great relationship with the blacks I have, I've always had a great relationship with the blacks Uh, <laughs> no, actually, as one of the blacks I can tell you clearly, Chris He does not have a great relationship with the blacks Who knew a rose could grow from We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.